The Veritas Radio Network is guaranteed the right to offend, annoy, agitate, shout, heresy, and entertain. You should start programming right now. Kind of like the cultural sewage served up on Bravo or CMT, only it's on 24 hours a day, except Sundays. When the truth gets you angry and you throw your smartphone, remember, no one is forcing you to listen to the truth on the Veritas Radio Network. You can't handle the truth. You're doing that of your own free will. That's what makes this country great and any gay marriage pointless. That's offensive. So there isn't much you can do about it, Chotterhead. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Grab a book, take a vow, and conform your mind to reality. Otherwise, you're just another Judas-inspired Karl Marx wannabe. And your children will steal your credit card number to buy tickets to the Miley Cyrus Twerkers Ball. I came in like a Are you ready? Let's get it on. On the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade. Sad, sad uh, state of affairs, folks. Young men continuing to pick up weapons, bringing them into the streets, and shooting people. Because all lives don't matter. We have a planet that is in denial of the evil that has come to take over. We'll talk about it. It's the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, asking the question of the day. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, you might actually be able to blame this one a little while. A lot of people are. The Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire! Telephone number if you'd like to be on the program today. Here's what you do. Call 844-527-8723. That's 844-5-CRUSADE. Email me directly. My email address has not changed. KingDude, K-I-N-G-D-U-D-E, at MikeChurch.com. Official website for all things moi, online, at MikeChurch.com. Find today's pile of prep. Freshly minted, we got a brand new Veritas et Sapientia, that is truth and wisdom. 
That's up there and posted for you. Also, um, got lots of, lots, lots of stories in today's pile of prep. I also posted, as a matter of fact, I need to go out. I need to print, uh, print this out and talk to you about this. We have a story. I didn't get into it in the crosstalk with Mark Kreslins, but uh, we, have, we have a story from Saturday where a... Now, this is just... I almost want to uh, to turn this into a comedy skit. This is how preposterous the following is. A woman named Karen Oliveto has just been ordained by heretics of the Western Methodist. I wonder if it's Western, West of the 23rd parallel or Western United Methodist Church as a bishop. Miss Oliveto is an avowed, out-of-the-closet lesbian as well. And I had the story yesterday. I published it at MikeChurch.com. And I invite you to go and read it. it. Here's the headline. Christians, the gay lesbian bishop jokes on you because it is on us. Uh, folks, we're coming rapidly to a point where some of, the, um, some of those that are rampaging across the countryside, meandering about the countryside, and terming themselves as, and I'm using air finger quotes, Christians have to be told and must be declared by actual Christians that, no, you're not. Sorry, this has just gone too far. You're not. You're not a follower. You're not a Christian, Christ-like. You're not. So we'll get into this story. Um, I, I, I wanted to start the program off today, though, with the discussion, or with some discussion, about what happened in Rouge Beton yesterday, the capital of my beloved home state of Louisiana. Here, let's start it off with this, with a hashtag. Do Cajun lives matter? Do they? Do Louisiana lives matter? Do they? Here, here's an easier one. Do human lives matter? Do they? Yesterday morning around 8.30 a.m., I guess, or so, uh, I was actually writing that piece about... Could you get what's on the printer for me, please? I was actually writing the piece about the gay, les- or the lesbian, the, the, the Western United Methodist lesbian bishop when uh, push notifications went off on uh, Mrs. Church's phone and told her, hey, there's been a shooting in Baton Rouge at least two cops are dead. And then, of course, the course, the story has now escalated, and most of you know that there were three total. Uh, the way police forces are organized here in the state of Louisiana is a little uh, different than they are in other states. Like, for example, we have parishes. We don't have counties. So let me explain this and reset the whole topic for you so you understand better. Uh, you have counties where you live. We have parishes. And the parish, uh, there's East Baton Rouge Parish, and then there's West Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge Parish. East Baton uh, Rouge Baton Parish is on the eastern side of the Mississippi River. Western Baton Rouge Parish is on the other side of the Huey P. Long Bridge, or the western side of the, uh, of the Mississippi River. There were two deputies from the Baton Rouge Police Department, the BRPD, and one deputy from the East Baton Rouge Parish, that were murdered. I say murdered yesterday because they weren't killed in the line of duty. They were set up. Uh, all indications are that the 911 call that went in was basically a call to get the cops to the scene so, so that they could be shot. Now, we're told that by Twitter and other social media that black lives matter. Well, one of the cops that was killed yesterday was a black man. His sister... Teresa Vargas, uh, or his sister, Jocelyn Jackson, 
has written or uh, uh, was interviewed by a few media organizations and entities and had some things to say about the murder of her brother. Also note that the family of the man that was slain, uh, uh, that was shot by the police officer two weeks ago in Baton Rouge, that his family was one of the uh, first ones when they were asked if they had any comment or for reaction to the, the shooting of police officers yesterday, they were one of the first ones to react and say, this has got to stop. So the realization is beginning to dawn on people of all races. Can we just leave race out of it? What does race have to do with any of this anyways? But I'd like to read you the, uh, this is from the Washington Compost. Sister, this is the headline now in one of the nations, one of the nations. Boy, that's, a, you know, that's another thing we have to talk about here today. I am here by banning the use of the word, the proper noun, America, America, on this channel. The only person that can use it this, uh, this week is Dr. Michael T. George for an episode of My Story of America. I've already seen the word of the term America used 164,000 times today on the beginning of the coverage of the Republican National Convention. You know what tonight's theme is? Make America safe again. Ooh, it's make America safe again. Oh, I can't wait for this. By the way, you won't have to go over to Fox News or any other uh, radio channel if you're out and about and you want to listen to the musings the entertaining ramblings of those that will speak tonight and uh, promise to bomb every third world country on earth into submission. Tonight is the, uh, uh, as we make Mark safe again on the RNC, we'll t- we're going to carry, carry the audio feed from YouTube. Um, uh, it's a clean, it, 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 it will be devoid of the most amount of commentary, I think. Uh, the feed from YouTube. So we'll be carrying the audio from 6 to 10 tonight. It's a regularly scheduled program. It will be interrupted this week for the RNC. Don't worry, though. No, I'm not going to carry the audio from the DNC, although it might be educational to do so. Here is the headline in the Washington Compost today. Uh, On the editorial page, Sister of Slain Baton Rouge Officer Montrell Jackson, quote, it's coming to the point where no lives matter. Close quote. Yeah. Hey, by the way, by the by the by, how many of you have seen the logo that the RNC is using for their convention this week? Raise your hands out there if you've seen the logo. What did you notice about it? Do you now notice that the era of rock and roll has now made its way into the Republican Party? A guitar, an electric... I'll say it as it was said in the video, the Twisted Sister video, I Want to Rock. An electric twanger. <laughs> An electric twanger is now part of the logo for the Republican National Convention. Yeah, I know it's happening in Cleveland, and I think it's equally ridiculous that we have this homage to all of the diabolical evil that is most rock and roll music, and we have this thing called a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Leave it to the Republicans to take advantage of it. And so they have with their logo today. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number, by the way. If you'd like to be on the program today, 844-5-CRUSADE. Um... Jocelyn Jackson was already sitting in church when she found herself needing God most. She hadn't yet learned that her little brother, Montrell Jackson, was among the three officers killed in Rouge Beton when her pastor asked the congregation to send prayers to her family. I don't want to break down in church, but it was just something I couldn't hold. Jackson, 49, of Lake Charles, Louisiana, said, He was a wonderful person, a wonderful person, she said. Jocelyn Jackson said she understands the anger behind the movement Black Lives Matter, but that, quote, God gives nobody the right to kill and to take another person's life, close quote. Montreal Jackson, 32, was married in the last few years and had a baby boy that he adored, she said. And there's photographs all over the judgment pornosphere that you can find out there, folks, of uh, of, of Montreal Jackson holding his, um, his new, new, newborn son. 
Uh, quote, it's coming to the point where no lives matter, whether you're black or white or Hispanic or whatever. Close quote, she said. In an emotional Facebook post on July the 8th, Montreal Jackson wrote that he was, quote, tired physically and emotionally. I swear to God, I love this city, but I wonder if this city loves me, he wrote. In uniform, I get nasty, hateful looks, and out of uniform, some consider me a threat. These are trying times. Please don't let hate infect your heart. This city must and will, all caps, get better, close quote. On a, a GoFundMe page set up for the fallen officer by a relative, he is described as a hero in a time of uncertainty and imminent danger. Words cannot describe the devastation that we feel right now, reads the page. Rest in peace, Montreal. You will always be our hero. Virginia Tech quarterback Josh Jackson identified the officer as his cousin on Twitter using a hashtag, many adopted Sunday, pray for Baton Rouge. Rest in peace to my cousin Montreal Jackson who was one of the policemen that was killed, he wrote on his Twitter feed. Jocelyn Jackson said her brother towered over many at six foot three, but in her memories, he will always be that little boy who was a picky eater. She said his siblings, his siblings would tease him about how, when he was about nine years old, he insisted on eating only Burger King Whoppers for dinner. <laughs> Jackson said she was the one who would get him to eat other food. Ms. Jackson said she never worried about her brother, who was outgoing and kind, being on the police force, not until recent tensions in Baton Rouge after officers fatally shot Alton Sterling earlier this month in a convenience store. Ms. Jackson said on Sunday another brother had told the pastor about the death before she made it to church for an afternoon service. Afterwards, she said the weight of it just rushed over her. If she could talk to her to the shooter or consider or anyone considering violence against more officers, she, she, she said she remind them of a judgment beyond the penal system. Now listen to this, quote, If I could say anything to anyone, it is to get their lives right with God. Hell is a horrible, horrible place to be. Close quote. Amen, sister. Amen. And uh, Montreal Jackson, pray for the repose of his soul and rest in peace. Now, Ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to remind you wonderful people out there that are listening to this program here, I would just like to remind you, not that you need it, but I think I need reminding from time to time. We all need reminding. These events are not happening in Bangladesh. These events are not happening in Paraguay. These events are not happening in Santiago, Chile. These events happen right down the road from where I am currently ensconced in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, United States. Well, Phil Mickelson and Henrik Stenson were putting on the greatest golf match in the history of golf matches in Scotland yesterday in Baton Rouge. Three men in the United States. In Scotland, they're playing golf. In America, in the United uh, Broke my own uh, my own ban in the United States in Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana, three police officers were set up and were murdered. Imagine this. I talked to Mrs. Church about this when we uh, left Mass, uh, the celebration of the Holy Mass yesterday, after praying for the souls of the officers whose names I didn't even know. Um, <clears throat> And just imagine this, you put that uniform on, you're thinking hey, it's a Sunday, it's going to be a pretty easy shift, there won't be as many people out, some of the stores are closed, a lot of people are staying at home, resting with families, etc., etc. I mean, there is still some residual uh, remain at home and enjoy time with the family stuff that goes on on Sunday. Some, not, it's not a total... Uh, Streets aren't totally quiet, but it would be an easier day, an easier going day. That must have been the thought process that these, although you got to be on guard because you're a police officer. Must have been the thought process when uh, Jackson and the other two cops suited up to head out to work yesterday morning and to go do their shifts. You know, when they changed shifts, when they, when they were handed off from one shift to another and said goodbye to the other officers that were then going home. You think any one of the three really had uh, the thought in their mind that today was the last day that they would occupy this realm of earth, 
that today was the last day for their families that they would see their children or would see their wives in the instance because they're all three were males. You think that uh, that the entertainment of eternity was in the front and center, uh, and and that eternity must be planned for and requires all of our energy, not some of it, all of our energy. Was that part of their daily routine in a fallen world that we live in? I chance it to say that probably not, although I don't know for sure, I can't know, and neither can anyone else. But I do know that people that are going off to work today and the uh, police officers out, out there, LEOs out there, law enforcement officers that are going to work today, what is it that you're thinking about today? You probably are thinking today could be the last day. Today could be the last day. Let, let, let the words of Jocelyn Jackson... Beyond all our lips today, if I could say any, anything to anyone, it is to get their lives right with God. Hell is a horrible, horrible place to be. Not everyone who buys a puppy and confesses once in their life that they are, quote, saved, gets to go to heaven. <clears throat> and this is part of the danger of the, and the la- uh, in, in the society and the civilization that we live in and the lack of orthodoxy that surrounds it and that we make part of our lives, which is why I went in search of G.K. Chesterton this morning and made a clip from his book, Orthodox, uh, Orthodoxy, Today's Veritas et Sapientia. Who are these monsters that are, that are roaming our streets? We may, we, we may segue to this part of the conversation here today. Now, I said that while Mickelson and Stenson we're off playing, uh, putting on the greatest golf clinic ever, uh, ever, ever put on with a combined. So it was a 63 and a 60, uh, 63 and a 66. Uh, let's see here. Minus five and minus, uh, minus eight, uh, 13 shots under par in the, in the final pairing of yesterday's open championship. It, it, it was, it was, just, it, it was, and I didn't catch the last six holes because I was in church. But the first 12 that I saw were just shocking. I'd never seen anything like it. And my point is, that's going on in Scotland. What's going on in the United States? Mayhem and murder on the streets on a Sunday. Some might ask, what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? This isn't supposed to happen here. We're supposed to have peaceful little hamlet towns, aren't we? Is this what we're going to export to the rest of the world when you when you watch the Republican National Convention tonight and you hear all these uh, these exhortations to make America great again, make America safe again? Is this what soldiers are being shipped off to Afghanistan and Iraq and Yemen and every other hell-forsaken uh, destination in the Middle Eastern world to go fight for? Really? What do we know about the shooter? What do we know about the rest of the young men out there that have access to weapons that have been playing video games their entire lives and uh, have been and have been killing people in those video games, making it easier to do it in real life? Here we have another instance here where we help to train the killer. To the, to the pages of the Daily Caller we go. Baton Rouge shooter Gavin Eugene Long was a Nation of Islam member who railed against crackers on YouBoob, on his YouBoob channel. A YouTube account operated by Gavin Eugene Long and discovered by the Daily Caller reveals key insight into what might have motivated the 29-year-old black man who killed three Baton Rouge police officers Sunday morning. Videos on Long's account show that he was a former Nation of Islam member. In other words, we have another case of Muslim orthodoxy here. Those men weren't cops. They were dogs. They were cocker spaniels. They were Rottweilers, for heaven's sake. He also ranted against crackers. That's me and you, white people, if you're a Caucasian. and made references to Alton Sterling, the black man killed by the police in Baton Rouge on July the 5th. Other information about Long shows that the Kansas City native who CBS reported was honorably discharged from the Marines. Again, another killer we helped to train from the Marines in 2010 went by the name Cosmo Osser Setapanra, whatever that means. 
In one video filmed from Houston and posted to Long's YouTube account on July the 12th, the suspected gunman discusses being in the Marines and reaching the rank of E-5. Long, who was reportedly carrying a rifle and wearing all-black attire when he confronted police, posted several videos within recent weeks discussing various police-involved shootings. If, uh, quote, if I would have been, with, uh, been there with Alton, clap, Long says in the video, meaning, bam, I shoot. In a video posted on J uh, July the 14th, in the video, Long met with several men he seemed to have not known prior to their encounter. He promotes a book he wrote and discusses a black liberation ideology. That's the ideology of uh, the church that Barack Obama used to go to and that the Reverend Jeremiah Wright preaches at. I wrote it, uh, quote, I wrote it from my dark-skinned brothers, close quote, long said of his book. If you look at all the rebels, like Black Panthers, Huey P. Newton, Malcolm X, Elijah Muhammad, they were they was light-skinned. But we know how hard y'all got it. Long continued. Phone numbers on buildings in the video show that it was filmed in Baton Rouge. <clears throat> Calls placed uh, to the numbers were not answered because they were out of service. I just got here, and I'm not really into the protesting. I do education because that's our real freedom, he is heard telling uh, two men in the video. He called protesting emotional and for the women. In the video, Long is heard, uh, is heard lamenting working for the white people. You see all this, how, how all this divide and this hatred, this Black Lives Matter and this black separatism and this black nationalism and of course it's 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 opposite white separatism and white nationalism you see how when you don't see when you don't see humans and you don't see souls that it's quite possible you will know for eternity when you don't see people as souls and keep your mind and your gaze firmly fixed on eternity how easy it is uh, to uh, descend into these stereotypes and then and, and descend into this atomization where everything is just individual. You see the radical individualism of all this? You're nothing more than a color to me. You're nothing more than a person that has a color or has a pigment or it doesn't have pigment in their skin. That's what mankind is devolving to. The grace that formerly kept mankind in check is nowhere to be found. Well, it is to be found, but it's not to be found in public anymore. Why? Because we've chased it out of public. We've told it, oh, hey, we don't want a theocracy here, but let's have a black matters-ocracy, or let's have a white matters-ocracy, or let's have a make, make America great again-ocracy. We can have all manner of ocracies, just no theocracy. Oh, no, not that. <coughs> not that I have ever called for and don't call for a theocracy. You don't have to have a theocracy in order to have the right order, which is law of almighty God. The natural law is, is, is omnipresent and always above the, the, the rule and the law of man. <coughs> Back to the story. Uh, so he lamented, work, quote, working for the white people, close quote. He encouraged one man riding in his vehicle as he filmed using a body camera to shop only at black-owned businesses. He brought up a hype of, now can we, can, can we say ju just from what we heard on these videos here, folks, and I'm showing the YouTube audience, if you're not watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. We're posting daily church, church, uh, church doctrine videos up there for you. And not only that, but this show is posted every day, and you can listen to it. And uh, many people find that because it's not behind, uh, that YouTube is not blocked out on many company websites, that they can listen at work. So it's a good source for alternate audio. Although I have no control over the audio quality of what YouTube uh, presents. If you want clean, clear, beautiful stereo audio, Download our app here uh, in the iPhone, I iTunes uh, App Store, in the Android Store for Android phones, and in the Windows Phone Store for Windows Phone apps. Back to the uh, story. Uh, he brought up a hypothetical scenario in which a family member who wanted to buy carpet was forced to buy from non-black business owners. 
There's some uh, profanity here that uh, I will bleep out and not deliver to you as it was said by the latest Muslim madman uh, or Islamic uh, or, uh, active is uh, acting out of Islamic orthodoxy in Baton Rouge yesterday. Who's who's she going to blank with? The cracker, the Arab, the Chinese? These Arabs, these Indians, they don't give two blanks about us. Close quote. Law enforcement officials said Saturday that the shooting does not appear to have been race-related. At least one... Really? Now, if this were to happen in reverse, reverse, do you think it would be termed to be race-related? That'd be the only story that that, that the media industrial complex, and if they weren't so obsessed with either blaming all the world's problems or giving uh, uh, on Donald Trump or giving Trump uh, credit for solving all the world's problems, they'd be all over this story. We'd be hearing about it if there was a white guy that had perpetrated this act against black people or had even said these things on video. It's illegal to say these things in Iowa, by the way. Law enforcement, at least one of the officers killed in the attack was black. Officials are still investigating whether Long acted alone. Initial reports said that three men may have been involved. Long also appears to have been in Dallas in the days after Micah X. Johnson killed five cops during protests there earlier this month. Like Long, Johnson also served in the military and was affiliated with the radical black liberation movement. Uh, Quote, if I'm peaceful protesting, I know they would try to arrest me, and I would die right there because you're not going to kidnap me. I know my rights, but I stand on my rights. Ooh, there's that word, rights. That's what separates me. That's why they're afraid of me, he says in in the video from Dallas. In other recordings, Long analyzed the case of Sandra Bland, the black woman who was arrested by Texas Highway Patrolman last year and killed herself in jail three days later. People who believe an, uh, another video uh, on Long's YouTube. Because this is the guy. This is the perp in the Baton Rouge killing of the police officers yesterday. Another video on Long's YouTube account is of a man named Myron May discussing a conspiracy theory called gang stalking. People who believe they are victims of gang stalking, they call themselves targeted individuals, believe that groups of government agents are tracking them at all times and attempting to manipulate their actions. In November of 2014, May shot three people at the Florida State University Library before being fatally shot by police. It was later revealed that May was black, believed that he was being stalked by government agents. You see all this paranoia? How all this separatism just breeds this paranoia? Long believed that he also was a targeted individual. In one Internet posting discussing gang stalking, Long offered... What he said were solutions for for people who believe they were victims of gang stalking. One, wear wear a body camera. Two, before you move into a neighborhood, put every house on notice to what gang stalking is with links to websites and uh, and videos and program names. Does this guy sound like he's mentally stable? Wouldn't you like to know? For all the gun control advocates out there, how do these people get weapons? Who sells these maniacs, these madman weapons like this? Uh, Three, start telling the companies, workers and managers and owners that we're going to expose your involvement and rate your poor performances and games on the Internet and on sites like Yelp, Google Maps, and Yellow Pages as a horrible service and accessories to gang stalking, as horrible service and accessories to gang stalking. Long who operated a self-motivation website called Convos with Cosmo, also appears to have tweeted hours before the, uh, the attack unfolded. In one video posted in recent weeks, Long left a cryptic message that may have foretold Sunday's attack. And though he said he was once a member of the Nation of Islam, the radical sect led by Louis Farrakhan, that's what I call him, uh, by the minister Farrakhan, uh, Long also said he had no affiliations with outside groups. I thought my own thoughts. I made my own decision. I'm the one who's got to listen to uh, to, uh, to listen to the judgment. That's it. And my heart is pure, he said. Sure it is. 
if anything happens with me because I'm an alpha male, I stand up, I stand firm, I stand for mine until the end. Yeah, I was also a Nation of Islam member. Don't affiliate me with it. Don't affiliate me with anything. Law enforcement officials have reportedly said that Long was a member of a sovereign citizen movement. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Are you a member of a sovereign citizen movement? Get ready. The Wall Street Journal reported that he was a member of a group called the New Freedom Group. There are no references to the group on Long, uh, online. Long's YouTube account reveals at least some interest in the sovereign citizen movement. He liked a video from sovereign citizen activist Larkin Rose entitled, When Should You Shoot a Cop? So <clears throat> that's part of the story that has emerged. Uh, th those are the details as we know them. In uh, the Baton Rouge, or in the in the shooting deaths of three police officers yesterday in uh, Rouge Beton. Now, again, I would just like to remind people and to say again, this is happening with American young men. These are uh, these men, these men, um, uh, these young men that are perpetrating these acts. They are born in American cities. They are educated in American schools. They are born to, for the most part, American citizens and American families, and they, uh, they work in American companies, and the last two have served in the American Army. What are the odds, and I said this last week, and I don't like being right on this, but I'll say it again. We're going to have another story about a police shooting like this one sometime soon on television, we're going to hear it. It's unfortunate, but it's true. We're going to have another uh, story in some American city about some uh, radical jihadist, Muslim madman, uh, uh, perpetrating some act of mass murder. I don't like saying it. I wish it wasn't true, but it's true. It's what's going to happen. So what is there to do about this? Well, here, let, let, let's cross a couple of things off the list. <laughs> The first thing that is not to be done about it and is not going to work is to watch the Republican National Convention tonight and believe that the program platform, Make America Safe Again, is actually going to work. As I posted in today's or uh, wrote in today's uh, pile of prep, I don't know what I'm more scared of. Now think about this. I don't know what I'm more scared of. The fact that there are uh, Gavin Eugene Longs running around out there in search of more police officers to cur uh, to kill or to maim or to murder, uh, that there are more Omar Mateen out there, uh, ortho uh, 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 young Orthodox Muslim men about to, pro uh, to, to, to perpetrate heinous acts of mass murder and violence. Yes, I'm mortified by those. So are you. But I don't know what I'm more mortified by. The fact that we have a political party that actually thinks that he can elect a strong man and that he can fix this? Does world history not factor in or not matter to anyone? You know, I watched this awful movie last night. I don't recommend it to anyone. As a matter, as a matter of fact, don't watch. Just take my, take my word for it. It's with the young and adorable Emma Watson, she of uh, Hermione of Harry Potter movie fame. And uh, I tell you, if you're a Tarantino movie fan, the movie Inglorious Bastards, the guy that plays Frederick, the German officer, who has an infatuation with the Uma Thurman character, um, he is also in it. The movie's called Colonia. And it's about the radical days in the 1970s of a socialist uprising or a communist uprising and revolution in Chile. And uh, the story begins in Santiago. Then they go out to this prison camp that's supposedly like a monastery as well. And it, it, it's just so blasphemous and sacrilegious that the, the, the thought that a monastic community would actually even contemplate the crimes that are being committed at this place, it's just... Anus. But anyways, anyways, the story is centered around an actual event. 
And that is that the streets of, uh, of Chile and of Santiago, that there was much unrest. There was high unemployment. There was a lot of disaffection. The government was crooked and corrupt. And so the communist madman comes in and basically stages a military coup and takes over. Now, it's the same story that happened in Cuba, or a similar story that happened in Cuba. But at the end of the story, the point is... <clears throat> Is that it? it the, 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 and and there, there's chants and there's, uh, there, uh, there's organizations in the streets. There's, there's freedom movements and all. That's how the guy gets thrown into that. That's how Frederick gets thrown into the camp because yeah, he's a member of this freedom movement. Um, but all the elements are there that you're seeing here in the United States today. It would be foolhardy, embarrassingly stupid. To believe that it, oh, it can't happen here. This is Markham, man. It can't happen. It can't happen here. It is happening here. What do you mean can't happen? You're in the middle of it. What does Chevy Chase say in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas vac- vacation? We're at the gates of hell, Ellen. Do you, do you honestly think it could get any worse? I don't want to be around if it can get any worse. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. I'd like to hear your reaction to the events of the last week here. I'd like to hear someone tell me that they don't think that the violence is going to escalate. I'd also like to know I got absolutely no response on this. Zero no. point zero. When I came in here on Tuesday and poured my heart out to you people and told you that I had phoned daughter number one and daughter number two. I didn't send them a text message. I didn't go on Facebook. I didn't tweet them. I actually did it the old-fashioned way. I called both of them up, analog voice, baby, and instructed both of them uh, and specifically told younger uh, uh, LSU-attending daughter Madison, stay out of Baton Rouge. Do not go into the city. Stay on campus. Be careful of where you go. Be careful of what parties you attend. Stay only with close friends, but stay out of the city. Bad things are going to happen in the city. I told the other daughter, I know you like to go to New Orleans. I know you like to go. uh, She's a foodie. She likes to go to restaurants. Find another city for good food. Don't go into the city. It's a dangerous place, and it's going to get more dangerous. How many people extended that warning to their children? You know what else I did? And I'll just tell you what's going, what's going on in the, in the church household. I called both of them yesterday after learning the news that he's cop killers, and I told both of them, you know what you need to do? I don't care what your plans are today. You need to get your fanny in a church pew. Don't ask me to go and pray for those poor police officers and now their widows. You go do it. As both of them are not the most orthodox, or as orthodox is, uh, <clears throat> and that's my fault, uh, as I wish them to be. My telephone number, you got any comment on this? 844-527-8723. Not man or woman enough to pick up the phone? Busy? Hmm? Maybe busy? Twitter.com forward slash the king dude. Email kingdude at mikechurch.com. You know what happened last time I said not man or woman enough to pick up the phone? I had a basket full of hate email. Not not everyone likes to talk on the phone to radio hosts, Mr. Church. You, you just lost a listener here. How dare you? It's time to start talking about these things. I don't like talking to the three stooges cut out for three hours per day. I actually like having conversations with people. Hey, Mo. Hey, Larry. Hey, Christopher, why don't you come in here and show the YouTube audience that there actually is a Three Stooges cutout, and they actually are within talking range. You, know, we can act, you, you actually can see them. Pan the old camera around. See that? Hey, Mo. Hey, fellas. See? That's what the three st- That's what I look at all day long. Now, show them the uh, pan around the studio here. Show them what the phone console looks like when it's dead, Mortise, when there's no action on it. You see that? That's what a phone console looks like. All these lights could be red. See? They could all be red. And when they're red, red is good. That means that people are listening, right? Or that uh, people are on the telephones and are calling the program at 844-5-Crusade. That means it's a live talk show. Imagine that. 
Live people actually talking to each other. See, look, I made the phone line ring. <laughs> There's another angle to this here, though. So, so we know what the facts are. Now, I just wanted to get you the facts. Okay, what to do about it? This is where the rest of the talk radio mafia dare not tread. Let me guess, Eric and Baton Rouge. Yes. And right now, yes. Um, Mike Haas from WWL-TV uh, TV is broadcasting on Facebook. Baton Rouge police chaplain hanging three rosaries on a barricade at a makeshift memorial. Really? Yep. And he just said a prayer. So this is on the WWL TV. Yeah, he's live feeding it. Oh, he's he's Facebook. Uh, yep, and yep, a police chat. It says on his back on the shirt, "Police chaplain." Police chaplain, and, and he just hung rosaries, three rosaries up for three falls on the on the barricade where the. Um, well, I, I floated the idea that the, here locally that and and I suggested this should happen in every community. That the uh, Latin Mass Society here, uh, David Simpson, are you, uh, if you're tuned in, brother, we should do this, should go and uh, say rosaries at the local police departments because this, this, the violence is going to get worse. I'd like to give you another angle on this uh, before we get into the, how to fix this, what, what to do about this. By the way, read today's Veritas et Sapientia at MikeChurch.com. It's a quote from G.K. Chesterton from his book, Orthodoxy. Um, and it's from the final chapter of Orthodoxy, where and the chapter title is uh, a, ro- uh, a Romance with Orthodoxy. And it's where Chesterton basically says the last best hope of mankind is not America, it's Orthodoxy, Christian Orthodoxy. Rod Dreher, who actually is in Louisiana... Mr. Church, you quote Rod Dreher a lot, and you don't even like him. I never said I don't like him. I just disagree with uh, his uh, 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 some of the uh, in some of the ways in which he puts his Benedict option. Hey, Christopher, could you come and turn the viewfinder around on the U-boob camera so I I can see what I'm doing, please? Um. Dreher posts this. Uh, a, a, a woman wrote a letter to him and uh, to vent her frustration because she was not hearing from any widows of police officers who had written in or who had called or whatever the case may be. And so she decided that she, since she is a widow, that she would write the letter. <clears throat> And the letter is pretty powerful, and I posted it and published it in today's uh, pile of prep at mikechurch.com. I suggest you might go and want to, you, you might wish to, 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 to read it. Here's what she wrote in part. Uh, quote, I can't get the comments box to let me type, so I'm sending you my thoughts here. So she emailed him. Any clue what it is like to be a single parent, to be a fatherless child? Any clue how much energy it takes to keep this house, the house functioning with bills paid, maintenance done, and meals cooked? Any idea how hard it is to look forward to a day when you have no one to tell about the mundane stuff, like the freezer that went out and wasted the entire batch of meat you bought two days ago or the memory of that family trip or how your mom made potato soup? Any idea how hard it is to find energy to pay attention to what your kids are looking at on their computers and phones when you are simply trying to find energy to face another day in a life you never wanted? Now, remember, she's a widow. She's writing this as a widow, trying to raise children. Any idea how it is to help a 16-year-old adjust when he now easily looks over your head, his voice is changing, and he has no one to teach him how to shave? Any idea... What you say to your 19-year-old daughter who has decided not to date because the reason you date is so you can find a life mate and who, and who will walk her down the aisle since her dad isn't here to do it. This is really sad. Uh, any idea how hard you cry when your son looks at you and says, Mom, I don't remember the sound of dad's voice anymore. I keep reading this rhetoric about politics and guns and who to blame? Now, she gets a little uh, worked up here with some uh, F-bombs. Uh, I will censor them out for you. And the truth is, it, 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 it is just that, rhetoric. 
No one has any plans to do anything to fix any of it. They just want to bitch and point fingers and protect their own interests. You know where where I am on this right now? Blank them. Actually, I can do it a little bit more... Um, a little bit more illustratively. them. And then them and their rhetoric. These questions are pointless. Empty bull Let's ask some real question and come up with some real answers. You know what? Uh, I don't know who the widow is that wrote the letter. No one wants the real... Uh, uh, if you ask the real question, meaning the question about the truth, and then you reveal the true answer, which is the truth, most people don't want much to do with that, madam. As a matter of fact, they run as far and as fast away from it as they possibly can. Why? Because, well, if that's the reaction to the truth, then who do you think is in charge of all this madness? Who do you, if the reaction to the truth is to run from it or to say, well, that's not going to work. You're not going to impose your theocracy on me, et cetera, et cetera. Who then do you think is in charge of the minds? Who then do you think is influencing the minds of people that react like that? It most certainly isn't Almighty God. Back to the letter. If we look beyond the rhetoric, the real issue is men being strong leaders. Bammo. There you have it right there. You metrosexual millennial losers out there. You have been sold a bill of goods. You need to buck up. Go buy a tie. Go buy a nice pair of shoes. Go find a wife. Go get confirmed. Go start going to mass. Start having children. Start raising them like the world and the survival of the human race depends upon it. How about that? Instead of being, now you go out and earn money. No, go get a degree. No, go compete. No, no, don't settle down. There's too much of the world to see. We are the result. We are the we, we are the, the reason that we're in this apostasy that we're in is because of us. She continues, the real issue is the breakdown of family, of family values, of security, safety, respect. When again, and you don't get security and safety and respect until you, uh, uh, you, you get it from dependence. Remember, first you're deep. Dependent upon the natural order and the immutable law or eternal law. You're dependent upon it. You're not independent of it. You're dependent on it. From there, from that dependence, you can be independent. In 10 days, we have lost eight leaders. Who is going to step in and fill those holes so those kids don't grow up disconnected? We talk about being politically uh, disenfranchised. That. Let's get to the real issue. The real issue is being emotionally disenfranchised. Who is going to help these kids find their way? Who is going to help these exhausted mothers get up day after day and still have enough emotional and mental energy to be moms and not just a machine that makes money to keep roof over their head and food in their mouths? Take the recent example, ladies and gentlemen, of the shooting in New Orleans of New Orleans Saints, a former uh, New Orleans Saints football player and now Saints Hall of Famer, Will Smith. Smith was shot six times. He left a wife, a widow, and four kids. <coughs> All the retirement and pension money from the NFLPA is not going to matter when that daughter needs to be walked down the aisle. This stuff matters when that son starts to grow hair in strange places and strange things start happening to to his anatomy. This stuff matters. Oh, but let's have a convention and make America strong again. Sure, that'll work. Uh, Being a parent is so much more than financially providing, writes the widower. We live in utter chaos because parents have quit providing emotionally and mentally. Look at any of these sh- Now, this is where she really just nails it. Nails it, nails it, nails it, nails it. This is the point that we drive home and we hammer here every, every single day on the Crusade Channel 
and on the Veritas Radio Network. I can only speak for myself when I say that, Uh, but all the other guys and gals try to nail this point and try to drive it home in their own way as 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 best as they can. We need to keep doing that. Here it is. We live in utter chaos because parents have quit providing emotionally and mentally. Look at any of these shooters. Show me one that is really connected and has strong mental and emotional support and connections. You won't find one. So it seems to me if we want to heal our communities, we need to step up and support the moms who are going one hell of a hard road alone. We need to be the surrogate parents. Who is going to do that? That is what we need to be talking about. We need to be talking about how society as a whole is failing. She doesn't sign a letter. Dreher does not give her identity. I don't need to know because she is largely correct. And she is correct in as much as you look at these uh, these monsters that are roaming our streets with uh, lethally dangerous weapons and are killing police officers and civilians. Hey, uh, young Christopher, I, I ask you again, could you come turn uh, the viewfinder around? You might have had your headphones on when I, uh, when I asked earlier. Uh, <clears throat> so I could see, when I'm not looking at the three Stooges cut out, so I could see what I'm doing here. Thank you. Thank you, sister, brother. I was uh, researching that video. He's actually <clears throat> from Mike. a small town in New Jersey. Who's this? The 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 the, uh, the um, police chaplain. Okay. He was he's from New Jersey. Drove down to Dallas for that funerals. Really. And then he came overnight from Dallas to New, to Baton Rouge. To Baton Rouge. But uh, he put four. He put three crosses, not rosaries. Three okay. crosses. And um, he's he was pretty emotional about it. And uh, he'll uh, attend the funerals of these three officers and then head back to New Jersey. Well, have you got the audio from the video? I do. I can play it. Well, bring it up on your machine in there, and I'll talk to Eric in Baton Rouge in the meantime. Here at 844-527-8723. It's the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. Um, Part of the solution, folks, fathers. Dads matter. I'm going to say this again. I know some of you don't like it because I've gotten comments on it. Someone has to say this, and if you unfriend or do like me or whatever the case may be, or or, or uh, invade uh, um, all manner of judgment, pornosphere, scorn down upon me, so be it. Men, no one needs to see your white, hairy, bony, or black, hairy, bony legs. No one needs to see your bony legs. <laughs> There's a great line from the, uh, you know what, I'm going to get the line. It's from the TV show Blacklist. And it's from the second to last episode of this season. And as James Spader is, 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 is talking to, I can't remember who he's talking to, but he's, he's saying, here's how the, the, the discussion goes. The country, the island country of Bermuda is brought up. And Spader says, and I'm going to have to paraphrase here because I don't have the line. Spader says something to the effect of, oh, I myself was in Bermuda once. Oh, oh not those god-awful dreadful shorts that some of you cavort about in. I was in the actual country, of course. Now, Spader is one of the best-dressed men on television. I remarked about this when I first saw the television show, The Blacklist, that, you know, he's always in a tie. He always has a a perfectly uh, fitted fedora, and uh, he's always in a suit and tie and a vest. And uh, no matter what the situation is or where he is, he's always well-dressed. Imagine, if you will, or recall that back in the day, like when you see photographs, uh, I'll just give you a good example. A picture that almost all of you have seen. You see the photograph of Norman Rockwell or the painting of, of Rockwell painting himself. He's not dressed up in a pair of Bermuda sh- uh, cargo short pants, Crocs, and a T-shirt. He actually wore a, 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 a shirt and tie to go, to go to work to paint a picture of himself. When he's supposed to be, and he's in his studio that's in his house. So my point is, is that Rockwell got dressed to go to work. As a matter of fact, he's part of 
the radio the way it should be advertising meme campaign. By the way, have you seen the Republican convention the way it should be? With the, uh, the meme that I put out Saturday on the website at VeritasRadioNetwork.com and on the Facebook and Twitter with Emperor Palpatine giving an address from the RNC. Um, let me get back to the point. And I don't want to harp and spend all my time talking about uh, men's sartorial choices, but I do really believe that men's sartorial choices do matter. It matters how you dress. Human dignity is part of the problem. You know, uh, Mrs. Church and I went yesterday after after the uh, the noon Latin mass at St. Jean de Chantal here in beautiful downtown Abena Springs, Louisiana. Uh, went across the street to the uh, Abita Brew Pub to, to go have after mass uh, lunch um, because we didn't uh, we didn't have anything taken out for the uh, for the occasion. It was one of the rare occasions where I broke my own Sunday blue law, which is I'm not going to go and fraternize or uh, do business on a Sunday. Uh, yesterday we did, uh, but I'll get to the upshot of the point. Um, I came, and she came directly from Mass. Um, there was no one else that was in that restaurant that was in uh, that was w- w- within any conception of wearing their Sunday best. If wearing your Sunday best is the assortment of ill-dressed people that I witness, and I'm sure all of you witness on any given Sunday, this is a good indication of just how precious and how important human dignity and human life is in our society. Many of you say that doesn't matter. No, it does matter. Look at the image of G.K. Chesterton at work in his study in his house. (laughs) He's in suit, vest, and bow tie. All right, Eric in uh, 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 Baton Rouge is first up here today at 844-5-CRUSADE here on the Crusade Channel, the Mike Church Show on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. Yes, Eric, how are you? Doing doing well. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm, uh, well, I'm not going to say that I'm well because uh, I'm dis- sure. disturbed, as I think everyone should be disturbed today. I am totally disturbed, and uh, this weekend was just proof of what you're saying all over and over again, and I agree with you that basically it is over. We've just got so many things that are just go- so wrong. Well, I don't think it's over. It's not over. Well, I, I, no, no. That, hey, let I me guess- ask you a question. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> uh, uh, the quote from the movie. Yes. Uh, sorry, I'm driving and I lose kind of track of thought. But I wanted to say I was brother and sister enough to at least call you. <laughs> and it's not necessarily over, but we are really losing ground here, and we have to pick up the pace on doing morality and dignity and things of that nature. It's just well, oh. I don't know how you uh, uh, the how to pick up the pace of uh, morality, as you say. That's the sticking point. Uh, and that's the uh, that's the line that most people, regardless of the uh, of the now magnificent, uh, unprecedented loss of human lo- uh, human life all around us, uh, uh, even with all this happening, it still doesn't appear <laughs> as though the pace is quickening. Um, if you decide to go, I would be more than happy to join you and go. With, I'm not Catholic. I'm working that way, but I would be more than happy to meet you with the. Uh, where the three officers went down in Baton Rouge. Um, well, you mean at the at the site? Yes. Yeah, I I, I don't have any plans to go there today. Um, not um, not planning to do that. But I, I'm sure that there are people out there. That, as a matter of fact, Christopher, you got the video of the chaplain, the audio video of the chaplain. So so here we th- go. This guy is here. Thank. Uh, what passage was that, sir? What passage? Psalm 23. Psalm 23? Did you know them, ma'am? No. No? No. I just work here. Yeah. No. You can find this video at WPL TV and Facebook. 
Basement. You're from New Jersey, sir? I am, sir. Is it uh, Milne? I'm from Dallas. I was at Dallas all last week, uh, burying our brothers in blue. Yeah. blue. And then uh, I got a call from a dear friend of mine, and uh, I was told I was needed down here, so I came down here to uh, offer assistance, pray with the public, and when I get a chance during the funerals, I'll pray with my brothers and sisters. But yeah, I, I, I just did. The funerals in Dallas has been rough because uh, getting out here has been pretty tough. But I represent a very small town in Millville, New Jersey, and they, uh, you know, in Cumberland County Community Church, they sent me out here to uh, to help in Dallas, and they said, said, "Come here on the way home." So I'm here. This is uh, people don't realize just how hard the men in blue and the women in blue work and what they do. This is uh, I'm honored to be here to just say prayers with, with the public and uh, spend time with them. What's your name, sir? My name is Bob Osler. All right, so this guy, there's the chaplain that has stopped by. We're at the scene of the shooting yesterday in Baton Rouge. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. Uh, We'll take a time out, and when we come back, I'll continue this discussion. I'd love to continue it with you. I just gave you the telephone number. Don't forget, if you're missing this show because you don't have enough broadband or enough bandwidth, there's no need to miss the program now. Just download the app, and inside the app, there is now a Listen Live telephone number. It does not require data. It goes directly to a phone line, and you get the Mike Church Show 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So the, uh, it is recorded every day by our friends at TalkStream Live and TalkStreamLive.com. And then is rebroadcast. Uh, and whenever you call the number, it's, it, it's, it's in a rotation, in a, in a, in a loop. So uh, they record 8 to 11 a.m. Central Time. And you can access that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. To get the telephone number, go and download our app today at uh, the uh, iTunes Store, at the Android Store, or in the Win- Windows app, uh, Windows Phone App Store. So Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. Crusaders are here. Mike Church here for my friends at Bulldog Kia in Athens, Georgia. For two years in a row, Bulldog Kia has been ranked by Dealer Raider, the number one Kia dealer in America for customer satisfaction. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, or just looking for a reputable place to service your current vehicle, the folks at Bulldog Kia have just one goal, your complete satisfaction. Go to the dealership where Mrs. Church and I get our vehicles and treat yourself to award-winning customer service and deals like this. Lease a new 2016 Kia Optima LX for 36 months for just $1.99 a month or get 0% for 66 months. Every new Kia from Bulldog Kia comes with an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. And for Mike Churchill listeners, Bulldog Kia will ship your vehicle to you anywhere in the contiguous United States for free. Don't cost nothing. For details on these and other offers, go see my friends at Bulldog Kia in Athens, Georgia on the Atlanta Highway or online at BulldogKia.com. We'll see you at Bulldog Kia. Is there a hidden story contained within the New Testament? Did God orchestrate the writing of these books to share an incredible message? Could 316 have a deeper meaning? Is this all just a coincidence or divine inspiration? If you want to truly make a difference in someone's life that you care about, get them 316, The Story of God, written by best-selling author Dr. Michael T. George. Be a part of sharing the most 